Alright, welcome to the podcast. Here's a recap of March 29th, which was a Thursday, I believe. Okay, I am uh, <clears throat> I'm doing this recap the morning after March 29th, but uh, I'm exhausted from yesterday and really from the past couple weeks here. For those of you joining on video, that is Sasha. Um, I'm recording this from my home office. So anyways, let me uh, give you guys a... I'll just dive into the recap. So I'm pretty pretty beat right now. That's what's top of mind. Exhausted. Trying to really <clears throat> push myself because, as I mentioned on the last couple of podcasts, if you've been listening, we, uh, we really need to close some business over the next uh, couple of weeks. And so... Uh, I'm just making some moves there. One thing I was working on yesterday, though, was a, an entire sales workflow, essentially. So I started documenting the whole sales process that we have. One thing I realized, we, we weren't closing as much business in the first couple months, and I, and I was like, why are we not closing as much business? And it's obvious after the fact, but during the fact, it wasn't as obvious. But to cut, cut a long story short, I started stepping away from the sales process, and I hadn't documented the sales process or not even just the process, but every little detail from how do you talk to a customer to what are these little points that you need to make sure to get in to how do you make someone feel confident in you to how do you, uh, what is the strategy for each meeting? How do you lead a meeting? Like all these little things about sales that I have developed over the last six years and really longer because I've been doing business for 15 years now at this point. I, uh, as I stepped away, I didn't actually, you know, really run through everything with everyone. I had assumed uh, that that because people have been in meetings with me before, that that uh, it would kind of just work the same way if I wasn't there, which is kind of an obvious miss on my part. That that uh, that wouldn't happen. I was underestimating how influential I was to a sale. Is really what it was, and now I realize that and. That's again, it's not a good thing. I used to think it was a good thing. It's not. So what I'm doing is I'm documenting everything. And then as I was talking about, you know, initially I just thought it was, oh, it's the, the process, like which meeting to take, whatever. Then I realized, no, 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 it's, it's literally everything you say, how you do something, you know. So I started documenting all of this thing and it's, it's pretty long now and I'm not even close to done. I didn't realize as I started writing everything out, I was like, holy shit, there is so much information in my head that... I need to get out and, and have it there for everyone. And it's pretty obvious now why why things haven't been going as, as well or our closing ratio hasn't been as high. And so I'm documenting it all out. I think I'm actually gonna release it publicly at some point. I mean, it's gonna be a long document. I'm gonna, I'm gonna slowly get all my thoughts around how to sell out of my head. So this will be cool. Then we'll be have a repeatable process, hopefully. So that, that's cool. I'm calling it like the sales playbook or something. Everything I know about sales, at least our type of sale. A lot of it will be cross-applicable to other industries, and um, because sales is sales, we have a slightly different sale, of course. But you know, any sort of sale that revol- involves people and humans and human interaction, and that is a non-transactional. I mean, a lot of these things will apply to transactional sales. I mean, yeah, we'll see what you guys think of it when I release it, if I do. But I need to do this anyways, just for Jack. We need to have playbooks and processes and manuals and. And not just on workflows, but with sales, there's a more emotional side to it, right? 
a lot of sales is about uh, how you say something. It's it's your actual language, it's your body language. It, there's so many facets to sales. That there's so many nuances, and and I need to uh, really document those. And there's things like objection handling as well. You know, these are terminology that I'm learning. I didn't even know what these things were when I was when I was initially doing sales. I just did them, and I'm learning there's terms for them, which is interesting. So like objection handling, like you know, someone has an objection to this this part of you know how you guys work or whatever how do you reframe it i've learned all those things just naturally because i've had to because if someone isn't going to sign with you and it means that you know you aren't going to have enough money for rent the next month you learn pretty damn quickly you know oh <laughs> let me let me actually try this thing next time or what did i what did I, what went wrong and and let me try this so i i've learned i've had to learn very quickly you know over the years because this this if I didn't close sales, it meant I couldn't, in the early days, I wouldn't literally eat and, and have, you know, whatever, or I wouldn't eat as well, let's say, I don't want to make it too dramatic, but that's how I, you know, went, you know, uh, especially even before I started this business, like I was always selling, you know, events, like I literally lived each week, I needed to bring, make sure people were at an event or else I would not get paid that week and then I wouldn't have enough money for rent. So that's actually a fact, that's true. And, and when your back is a, you know, against the wall, you learn to try and iterate very quickly, or at least I did. So I was like, hmm, I could either get paid this week or not, you know, for my event. I'm going to keep, you know, adjusting. So anyways, with sales though, then it became a bigger game. Like right now, you know, if I don't close deals, people on the team don't get paid or I lose a bunch of money or I have to fire people because I can't pay for them or, you know, the ramifications, the stakes are big. And so I, I adjust quickly and it's not like, it's not acceptable not to uh, close deals and, and it's not acceptable to not adjust and learn. And so I'm constantly iterating and, and adjusting. And so that will all be in a sales manual that I write. So we need it for the team though. That's like the real reason why I'm doing it. And then, you know, I'll, you know, maybe release it publicly, but I need it for the team internally. I also had a discussion <clears throat> the other thing of note, had a discussion, if you listen to the podcast yesterday, I mentioned how there was something that happened that, uh, where, where something was supposed to get done and didn't get done, and I didn't actually care about the specific task, although the task was very important, but what I really cared about now, which is a, a difference in my leadership style, is I cared more about how it tied to the values, which were, one, is be your word, is one of our values, and something didn't get done, and so I learned, I used it as a learning opportunity and discussion uh, um, with with a couple of people on the team on on uh, on how not getting something done impacted you know meant that we weren't living up to our values and if we're not living up to our values you, you know then what are we what are we what are we doing here uh, and how can we expect everyone else to live up to the values if we're if we're trying to lead the company and we're not living up to values so there is one value and then the other value I tied it to was was something called take responsibility which is this idea that if you are responsible for something, you need to actually take responsibility. But also, if you see something but you don't do it, that's not taking responsibility either. It's You have to take responsibility for your action and inaction, right? So if you see something but you're like, oh, like, I knew that, I saw that was gonna happen, but I didn't, I didn't do anything about it. Like, that, that means you didn't take responsibility and you need to. So we had a good discussion about that. It's a very easy thing to do. It's like, oh, I see it. Oh, they're, they're, they need to do it. They need to do it. They, and then no one does it right which in in business right it, it doesn't it doesn't work you have to jump in and take action right and that, that's why i you know a big reason why i think why i've been successful you know quote unquote successful i mean 
let's say I'm still in business, it is because I don't I don't wait. I take responsibility, and so that's why also it's important to me why it's a value. Because uh, at the end of the day, if you don't take responsibility and you expect or hope someone else will, right? There's a there's the the chance that it just doesn't get done. So you know it starts with me and at the top, right? I always at the end of the day, at the end of the day, anything that happens with the company is my responsibility. Full stop. Period. Like it's not you know. Now I I ask I enroll people on the team to do things, right? So then it becomes hey now they're responsible for something. But yes, at the end of the day, if they don't get it done, I am responsible. So it's like, it can be a slippery slope of like, well, at the end of the day, any little thing at the company I'm responsible for. And yes, I mean, anything that goes wrong goes, you know, whatever, something happens, I am ultimately responsible. That is me. But within that, you know, people people need to take responsibility for, for different items because I can't do everything myself, right? So that's why I use it as a training or, or like, a, you know, sit down and talk about it because... What I could have done is, and what I've done in the past is just said, nah, okay, I, I fixed it yesterday. I jumped in, took responsibility, and, and made some adjustments, right? I could have just not ignored it, right? But then, you know, it's not, it's like, okay, like, well, what happened? Anthony came in and, and solved it again. What's new, right? But by actually having this discussion and being like, hey, yes, that happened, but that's not how I want to run things here. Right. Of course, at the end of the day, I will be there and, and come in and, and solve something if, if, if absolutely needed. Right. But can we make it so that that is not all the case? Can, can you guys and, and girls and can you, you step up? Can you take responsibility? Can you be your word? And that's the culture I want to build. Right. Because I cannot do everything myself. I don't want to do everything myself. I want everyone on the team to help out. I love when everyone helps out. Everyone's more than capable on the team or else I wouldn't have hired them. And, but it's me, it's, it's my responsibility to instill that culture. So that's what I'm doing, uh, or at least working on, on doing and, and trying. So anyways, that was a big thing of note as well. You know, a few other things. The other cool thing, I'll, I'll leave it with this, one other thing of note, people are starting to inquire about joining or people who have gone through the interview process before and even in the past that turned us down are coming back and, and inquiring. We've had two people in the last week that turned us down for positions in the past, but now want to join. And then also more people... Uh, messaging me and, and doing all this and I was telling someone on the team I was like this is interesting because in the past we've had to really go out and find people and recruit and not that we're not doing that we still have to do that but we've never really had people being like hey I want to work with you and and interestingly enough a lot of it has to do with uh, our our uh, our way of being our transparency our values uh, what we stand for where where we're going as a company that's what people are saying is, is attractive to them, which is so interesting because we weren't doing this as a marketing, you know, the, the, I wasn't recording these podcasts and videos or releasing our financials or uh, being super transparent on my social media and all this. I wasn't doing that as a marketing, you know, for marketing purposes, but it's actually attracted people, right? It, I actually didn't know. People are actually telling me not to do this kind of stuff because they're like, it's going to have bad ramifications, right? It's going to be negative. And... That was actually more of the sentiment. And I was like, fuck it, I'm still going to do it. And interestingly enough, it's actually attracted people to us. Now, I'm sure, you know, at some, you know there's people that also don't like it. I've had uh, some, some haters now. I guess that means I'm, I'm real. People hating on some th- certain things. Fine. But uh, it's also attractive. So, and I would rather, you know, if people are attracted to it, amazing, come join us. If it turns you off, okay, cool. I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing this, doing this because this is how I want to live. And I want to... I think this can help other, I really did it also to, you know, one for myself so I could see the history of the company as it goes, keep myself publicly accountable, and really to, to make it so that 
uh, other people could learn from it, that we're entrepreneurs, that we're building businesses, right? This is super, at least for me, it would have been really valuable information to have some of these things. And, and it's even uh, ignited their different conversation with people running businesses and whatever. I mean, it's it's been good. I unfortunately have to cut this off because I need to run. Uh, I'm on a tight timeline today, but I really wanted to get in the recap. And yeah, that's it. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a great day.